Well, this is the beginning of 2024, if you hadn't noticed. And um, every term, what we're going to be doing as we go forward as a church is beginning with a bit of a vision, uh, like reset couple of weeks thinking about who we are as a church, why we're here, what it is that we're doing. This is not a big, uh, let's flashy restart with something new, but this is a reminder of what it is that God is doing among us and what it is that we're doing together as church here in Basingstoke. And I went away for a day and sort of uh, sought the Lord on this uh, during last term, and this has been brewing in me for about three months now. And just this sense that actually what God has got for us is uh, deeply and richly woven through the book of Ephesians in the New Testament, which is Paul's letter to the church in Ephesus. And so we're going to go through that uh, letter. We're going to look through it over uh, this term between now and Easter. But I wanted to start by speaking everywhere. We, as I say, got five congregations on a Sunday and uh, all doing this together. And so I'm speaking everywhere this week and next to just give us a bit of a sense of what I think I see God doing amongst us. So let me start by reading a passage from Ephesians. And then I'm going to speak to us on that. It's Ephesians 2, verse 8 to 18. For it is by grace that you have been saved. Through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork. Created in Christ Jesus. To do good works. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. Therefore, remember that you, that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth are called uncircumcised, and those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands. Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenant of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace. And in one body, to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away, and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. This is what God has done. He has destroyed the barrier. I don't know how much you know about kind of first century Jewish temples. You look like a lot that might know a lot about that. But let me tell you, the Jewish people who were the people of God described in here as the people of Israel, 
were the people who were God's chosen people. And as far as they were concerned, everybody else wasn't. As far as scripture told them, actually, everybody else wasn't. Everybody else was on the outside, and they were on the inside. And not only did they think that and speak like that and act like that towards the Gentile people who were the people outside, but the temple was built to show that. So the temple in the middle was the Holy of Holies. That was where God dwelt. Then there was a wall, and outside of that, then there was the court of the priests. And then there was a wall. And outside of that, there was the court of the women. And then there was a wall. And outside of that was the court of the Gentiles, which was everybody else. And that wall said, keep out. I can tell you, in fact, because a historian found out what exactly it said on that wall 2,000 years ago. It said, no foreigner may enter within the barrier and enclosure around the temple. Anyone who is caught doing so will have himself to blame for his ensuing death. Welcome in, everybody. But what we read here is that Jesus destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. In what he did when he came to earth, when he walked about among human people, when he died on the cross and rose into heaven, was he went, that wall is gone. Everybody, everybody is welcome in. Every single person is welcomed in by the blood of Jesus. Not just welcomed in. And this is the brilliant thing here. He has made the two groups one. His purpose, this is what Jesus was up to. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace. So the work of Jesus was about saying there was this group here who were in, this group here who were out, and these other people here, and these people here, and these people who thought that way, and these people who thought that way, and this people, and that person. And actually those groups are now one. They're not two groups that are now worked out through some mediation how to get on and rub alongside each other without causing too much trouble. They're actually all one type of person. And that person is somebody who is in Jesus. And everybody's invited. Now, I don't know what your experience of church has been over the years. I've been part of uh, churches for 40, nearly 43 years. You wouldn't believe it, would you, uh, to look at me? Thanks, everybody. Um, uh, <laughs> and my experience up and down the country has not been that that barrier has been smashed down. It has not been that that dividing wall is gone. But instead, that churches up and down the country have got, on, in effect, on their outside walls, a thing that says, keep out. That in churches, we expect somehow people to know what to do, how to speak, 
when to sing, when to stand, when to sit, what to wear. And if they don't fit and don't wear the right thing or they're not included in the right way, then they don't feel comfortable in church. And I've got story after story after story of people who've come to the doors of church and gone, no, thanks very much, because they don't feel welcome. They don't feel like they fit. They don't feel like they're a church kind of person. Or people, again, who've come into church and sat down and gone, I don't, I'm not sure I fit here. This doesn't feel like me. You know, it's that sort of feeling like if you go to a fancy restaurant and you turn up and you realize you're wearing a hoodie and you're like, oh, that's not gone well. I'm not sure I fit here. I don't really know what, what on earth they're saying about this wine or whatever it is. That feeling of not belonging, not being at home. And that is the thing that I hate more than anything else. Is anything, anything that excludes people from the love of Jesus. Anything that keeps people out. That's what I like am giving everything for. Is making sure that everybody feels they can come in and be welcome and be at home and meet with Jesus. And that is why, as a church, as I keep saying, we're one church, four locations, five congregations. It's why we launched the four 18 months ago, which is a crazy place of chaos with like toys and donuts and cans of drink. And I remember three weeks in speaking to somebody who'd never been to church before, yet had come to church in that space and saying, amongst that chaos, I said, how are you finding it? He said, I feel real at peace. I feel peace. I feel peace. Because he'd been able to walk into a space that otherwise he would never have been in. And he encountered Jesus. Verse 14, for he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one and destroyed the barrier. It's why we've just spent a load of effort and time and expense turning Christ the King on Brighton Hill into a cafe space. So that every Sunday morning, there's cafe church there. And since they launched in September, they've doubled the number of people that are there because people are now able to come to church. Even Sheila, who, who runs it, her daughter has started coming who never goes to church. And she said, Mum, if churches were like this, I'd come always. It's why we do the 11. Because this is me, really. I'm, I like a donut and a coffee, and I like to just chill out. So this is why we do this and come and encounter Jesus. It's why we do our 9.30 traditional services, because that's a place where people can feel at home and encounter Jesus in their way. And like, that's not the end. That dividing wall, that barrier that keeps people out has got to be smashed down over and over and over and over and over. That is the vision for us as a church. That is what we've got to do. Because that peace that was encountered in that crazy chaos of the fall is God meeting people by his Holy Spirit. He came, it says in verse 17, and preached peace to you who were far away 
and peace to those who are near. For through him, we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Jesus came so that you and I can be made one with each other and with him. There's nothing we have to do. There's nothing we have to be. There's no way we have to act. There's nothing we need to learn in order to meet with Jesus. Verse 8, for it is by grace that you have been saved. It is by grace that you have been saved. That's it. That's it. God wants you for himself. He wants you to have access to him, the creator of the universe, the one who knows you more than anyone else knows you, and as a result, loves you more than anyone else loves you. The one who says you belong. said, come in by grace, through faith, not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. It's nothing we do. Nothing we do. So what are we to do? Well, as a church, we need to keep going. As I say, everything we do is thanks to your praying, giving, and serving. And those three things feed into us being able to do things like the four and cafe church and the 11 and more and more of that. We need to smash down those dividing walls. But then we need to know what it is that we're inviting people into. In this passage, Paul, to this church that in Ephesus that was a hugely disruptive church. If you look back to the book of Acts, when this church was starting, it started in a place where the main trade of the town was making silver gods for people to worship. And then Christianity rolled into town and they all went out of business. Because everybody went, I don't need these silvery things to worship. I don't need this money and this stuff because I've got Jesus. And they all went out and they were very cross about having gone out of business. You won't be surprised to hear. But even that church needed reminding. Therefore, it says in verse 11, remember. So we are to remember that we are saved by grace. But that lots of people aren't. (laughs) So remember and rejoice that that is a gift for you from God. 
be part. I'd love you to be part of making us, making this church a church that smashes down walls. And remember that it's all only possible by the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that comes and gives us that peace. It's the Holy Spirit that comes and gives us the vision. It's the Holy Spirit that gives us the words to say. It's the Holy Spirit that fills us and gives us the assurance that this is true. And it's the Holy Spirit that we want people to encounter when they come in. We are not inviting people to a show. We are not inviting people to a party. We are not inviting people to a sing-song. We are inviting people to an encounter with the Holy Spirit. That is what we're doing. That is what this church is all about. Smash down the dividing walls. Make sure people can come in. And then when they get here, we say, let's pray for you. I'm inviting you to encounter the Holy Spirit. It's quite simple, really. It's quite straightforward, church. It's come and be part. Not of a building, but of a people. Not of a temple with walls, but a temple that's made by God's Holy Spirit in each one of us. And that's what we're going to do. That's what I'm going to keep on doing. And I'd love you to do it with me. Because that's my, like, that's my thing. And I'd love it to be our thing. And I think it is. I think it is. Do you know, we did a church survey. I'm going to stop in a minute. But we did a church survey uh, towards the end of the last year. And a lot of you uh, very kindly spent 10 minutes filling out a form. And it showed how many hundreds of people have come to be part of this church in the last 12 months. Hundreds. And of that, more than a third has not been in church before. More than a third of people found that dividing wall smashed down and walked in and met with Jesus and have kept on coming because that's what they're getting. They can get better donuts and coffee elsewhere. That's why they keep coming. That's what you're part of. And that, that, some of those are you, you here, and it's just such a joy to see you. But we want more. We want more. But this is what God is doing. This is not some, like, random idea that I've had. Just looking around and seeing what God is doing across these five congregations in this town. Saying, let's go for it. Let's pray. Let's give, let's serve, let's be part of it for 2024.